Welcome to MS Talks 2.0 Let's Discuss Facts, a series brought to you by Novartis. With any diagnosis, it not only impacts the person having to deal with it, but also the people around them. It can be hard for anyone watching a loved one going through a hard time, and understanding how to support someone can also be tricky at times. To give more clarity on how to approach such delicate situations, we're joined by Professor Anu Jacob, Director of MS and Autoimmune Neurology at the Cleveland Clinic Abu Dhabi. We really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Casey. Thank you for that. Not at all. Um, so to start things off, how can you offer support to someone with MS? So I think there are uh, many ways, but there is uh, two core principles I want to tell. Uh, the first is, if you want to support somebody with MS, first you should know something about MS. So I would recommend um, looking up on a reliable uh, resources, websites, Mac, uh, leaflets about MS. Understand what it is to have it. And the second is to empathize. Put yourself in the person with MS shoes and uh, think, how would I want it if I had MS? And those principles are going to guide you in uh, in uh, uh, how you help them out. Um, and generally, what that entails is that um, first, it's an acknowledgement. You know, I often tell uh, patients in clinic, you know, no, it must be really hard for you to have this diagnosis. You know, a few weeks ago you were absolutely well, and now you have this problem. It must be really difficult for you, and I I, I acknowledge that. Um, and I am there for you um, to help you through this. And second is to, to listen. You know, often people just want to, to talk about it, just to vent. And sometimes um, you may not know what to do. And the solution there is to just ask them, what would you like me to do? And you don't have to hesitate. They will often tell you. They might want to be left alone, which is fine too. They will, they will find their time and place to talk to you about it. So those are three three important things. And uh, um, sometimes, especially with when somebody has a recent diagnosis, and um, people tend to support too much, overdo it. Mm. You know, you tend to patronize, not you know in a good way. They're trying to be helpful, but sometimes they overdo it, and you end up um, uh, taking away the autonomy. But people, want, everyone wants control over their lives, what they want to do. Um, let's take an example. Let's say if you. If you and your friend were going to the to the mall, and she says, "I want, I'll drive," and you say, "No, no, no, I'll drive." Don't I mean let her. That's what she would normally do. Let her do it, you know. Um, or if you're going for a, a long walk or a day, and you know, spend a day out walking, um, if she wants to walk, well, let her walk. You know, don't say no. You will be tired. No, it's for for that person to decide. You know, they say no, and they learn with time, and and they know their boundaries. So those are, I think, the, the few things I want to say in the beginning. True, very clear advice. Thank you. And what would you say to someone who's supporting a patient who's just been diagnosed with MS? So the longer answer to the um, earlier question was uh, at what stage of MS they are in, both in terms of mm -hmm. the duration of the illness and uh, their acceptance, their experience. So some people add their personality to a large degree. So some people adapt to, you know, uh, a chronic illness much better than others, sooner than others. Some people don't. So it's probably you have to judge, you should know their personalities. Some people are fiercely independent. Some people are, are dependent. Let's take somebody who has recently had a diagnosis. They probably are you know, very, very worried about it. There's so much information available. 
they have to, can you imagine somebody with a new diagnosis having to go to hospitals, they're experiencing symptoms, they really can't explain it well, doctors, you know, putting, you know, examining them, tests, MRI scans, blood tests, so on and so forth. It was a really difficult time. So if you if you are the the if you're a friend or a carer uh, or a loved one, it's great to go with them and spend some uh, with them for these meetings so that you have a clear clearer head than them probably by listening to what the physician uh, tells you, and you can help the person choose the right treatments uh, and so on. Um, many times with good medications in the um, in the initial years of MS, most people have really no uh, major difficulties. And at the time, it's mostly emotional support, I guess. You know, knowing, um, uh, just lending them a, they, your ear to for them to just talk about it. But fatigue, physical problems can come. And that includes probably fatigue. Um, fatigue is one of the most common symptoms. You know, it's, you know people with MS often say, I'm like a battery, I drain out. You know, there's only so much energy I have. It takes some them some time to understand that, but people around them may not understand that. So if your friend has an MS and again, if you go to the mall, well, you know, don't plan a hectic day ahead. Pace it, take your time, uh, plan things out, you know, um, uh, rest for some time. Again, put yourself, with your understanding of MS, put yourself in their shoes and think, uh, uh, how, would, how would I like it to be? Um, spouses often tell me that, you know, they take extra time to, uh, their patient, they take uh, extra time. Now, so they try to go an hour, uh, 45, or half an hour early, that then uh, start preparing half an hour early, um, then, uh, then brush at the last moment. Some people find difficulty, some people with MS, uh, as time goes on, may find uh, difficulty in multitasking. You know, they cannot handle multiple tasks at the same time. Uh, you know, you may not be able to handle all the duties at home at one go. You might need some help with that. So partners have to be, you know, to be understanding. Mm-hmm. Family, extended family. Um, and everybody, and, and, and I suppose uh, um, everybody understands. If you explain to people, uh, everybody understands and they will all pitch in to various treatments. With modern treatments, most people with MS do well, but there are people who haven't had the opportunity to receive good treatments and they may over time develop uh, physical issues, and again, so our uh, how you could help them also varies. Um, there might be occasions when they might, you know, need a helping hand when they walk, you know, um, support, help in the house chores, shopping. If you're having a party at home, well, you know, volunteer to volunteer to do most of the at their home, volunteer to do most of the work. Don't ask them to uh, make the most difficult dish. Give them a simple dish. You know, so so. Put yourself in you know. shoes and try to try to, uh, and uh, you know we're trying to make them live normal. So treat them as a normal person. Do, um, uh, don't overdo it, but then know know how much to do. If that makes sense. It does. It's very clear advice. And you mentioned spousal support. What would you say to people who are supporting their loved ones going through an MS diagnosis? What advice would you give them? Yeah. So that is, that is really an important question. Often when the diagnosis is made. Imagine a family and an extended family. A diagnosis is made. The person with MS becomes the focus of attention. Okay, so mm. and everyone um, uh, focuses on that particular person, and all the responsibilities of the family um, uh, suddenly becomes on the carer. Let's say a woman has uh, MS and the husband uh, is uh, um, is well, they were sharing before, but now he is doing all of it. 
the children, the drop-off, the, the shopping, everything. And carer fatigue is a big thing. So it's really important that uh, um, friends and family appreciate the, the role that the carer plays and how, how um, uh, you could support them too. Maybe it's a chat. Maybe it's, uh, you know, your friend, you can have a chat with them and say, look, it's up for you. What can I do for you? You know, so why don't we take some time out? You know, uh, so so why don't I drop the, um, pick up the kids, your kids also today. So let's go out for a meal and I'll be arrange everything for you. So, you know, it's that kind of things. Mm-hmm. And, and in your opinion, are there times when you should support more than other times? Definitely, yes. So I guess there are... Um, MS-related things, um, vocations, and non-MS-related vocations. Non-MS-related vocations, like everybody has a um, busy time, right? So we have, you know, holidays, we have, uh, you know, festivals, Ramadan is coming, so so much has to be done. Um, so exams, times for children, so people get stressed. That, that is stressful for everyone. It's, but it's going to be more stressful for people with, with MS. For reasons I told before, you know, difficulty in multitasking, organizing, all those things. And I think one has to uh, um, appreciate that and help them out more. But MS-related, there are certain locations. For example, people with MS uh, uh, may have attacks of MS, new episodes of MS as an optic, a visual, or numbness, or weakness. And uh, that might mean they have to go to hospital or evaluated, support them more at that time. Mm-hmm. There might be an MRI, uh, the MRI result might be being told in clinic. Is the treatment working or not? So it would be great to accompany them, understand their anxiety. I mean, put yourself in their shoes. Understand the anxiety when they go to clinic. Be with them. Uh, help them as well. Understand the information. Treatments change. That she's going in for a day infu- infusion or treatment in the hospital. You know, the infusion could have some side effects or reaction. You know, on those days. So really, these are important days. You know, most people, most people with MS are young, right? And their peers are also young. Their, their their friends and family uh, are young, mm-hmm. so they are usually they are in their twenties or thirties. Till then, they have been healthy. And then suddenly you had this, and all around you, everybody else is healthy. So others don't really appreciate, you know, this big change that's happening with this person. So it's often difficult for people with MS to convey this experiences to others. So one has to uh, be mindful and uh, insightful about this. Empathy is a big part of us. Let's move on to diagnosis uh, within children. And do you have any advice for parents who might, for example, feel guilt at their children being diagnosed? This is a this is a common question. Often, patients may not. Uh, um, parents don't necessarily say this in clinic, but you can sense it. Mm. Um, I can reassure our parents that um, you, there's nothing to be guilty about. It is not your fault. It's not anybody's fault. It's not the child's fault. It's not your fault. There are 3 million people with uh, MS across the world. So there are you know, 6 million parents uh, out there. And uh, um, it, there's nothing you could have done. It's not your fault. So I would firmly reassure you that uh, uh, it is nothing to do with you. It's just bad luck. And moving on, there are many times when people might be suffering alone. Why do you think this is the case? Why do you think they don't reach out for help? It is true. Uh, people do suffer uh, sometimes on their own. So I think the deeper question is, um, you suffer alone because you don't tell others. You know, nobody, people around don't know. And you don't do that because of two reasons, I guess. Um, the first is that you worry that there is going to be, you'll be treated differently, there'll be a stigma. And there are some genuine reasons for that, and sometimes employment, you know, things like that. So, um, 
will your employer take a negative approach to this? So there are some genuine concerns. But most of the time, it is just our own self-image. You know, if I had, a, if you had a fracture, you can't hide it. You know, you would, would wear the cast and go around. If you have high blood pressure or cholesterol or thyroid, you don't worry about it. So MS is no different. So, so I think the person with MS also has to get over that their own stigma about the condition. You know, you you have to be just part of you, and then most people will accept you for what you are. So once you overcome that, then um, you can open up and, and talk to people. And um, I guess unless the person with MS uh, educates educates others, how will they know? So and everybody understands. You know, even small children understand. If you have a if the mom is diagnosed with MS and and she's struggling to um, she doesn't tell the uh, tell the children. Um, often they don't understand why is why isn't a mom uh, as good as before. But if you tell them, look, no, mommy and daddy are there, or mommy is there to help you, and we will do all the fun things. But uh, mommy has got a, a, a condition; it's called MS, but nothing's going to change. And they do, you know, those who have children will understand that they do understand. They they do take it on board, and they'll be fine. Um, and once you open up and talk, everyone generally rallies around you. Um, and uh, I guess that will increase awareness in the community to about MS. Do you have any further advice for people who are suffering alone? Any specifics? There are resources. Um, well, first of all, don't suffer alone. So you need to you need to reach out. You need to open up. Um, there are resources, and uh, um, there are. Um, I wish there was more, and there are more is coming. Uh, and I'll come to that in just a minute. Um, there are many social media, there are uh, four others, online, Facebook, and so on. There are many groups. Many hospitals have support groups. Your MS nurses in the hospitals uh, are a good resource to go through. Your physicians, and I'm happy to talk to my patients. Um, the MS Society uh, is, uh, is, is being formed in UAE, and they, they will be an active, um, active presence, and hopefully they will support. If you have an opportunity, if you um, if you meet another person or reach out for another person with MS, it is great to have a another person who has the same condition as you, just to discuss, just to talk, because you share a mutual bond. You know, I as a physician may never truly understand what it's to have MS, but a person with MS will always understand another person with MS. Uh, so I would strongly recommend that you find friendships um, uh, with people who have others who have MS, and that is going to definitely help. And even the carers, I know of, uh, I was just speaking to uh, a close friend of mine who has, uh, who, uh, who has MS, and, uh, uh, and uh, they have friends, uh, one of, uh, a couple who one of them has MS, and they find their company very useful. They plan things together. Uh, so I would strongly recommend that. One more thing I wanted to add uh, is to uh, reach out to uh, counselors. And they are a valuable resource. You know, most people with MS haven't met somebody else with MS. They may, may don't want to share it to their own family for various reasons. Um, in such cases, counselors are, are an amazing resource. You know, it's in your own time, in your own space, and nobody else needs to know. And they can help deal with the emotional roller coasters that what, uh, one goes through. So I would strongly recommend that. That's amazing advice, doctor. But how do you actually know you're doing it right? That's a very good question. Well, most of the times, uh, people become less anxious. They become their usual self. They resume more their normal activities. And that means that you've been helping them. In fact, they may ask, ask you for more help 
which is also a good thing. You know, they know that they there are things that they can do and they can't do, and they are reaching out to help, which is a good sign. True, network of support is so important. And you briefly mentioned MS Society. Are there any further networks of support for people in the UAE who have an MS diagnosis that they can find? Yeah, so so uh, the MS Society is being formed. They already have a uh, landing page. They'll be launching uh, uh, in full fall force in the near future. And I think uh, that is going to be a great resource. I understand there will be patient community activities for uh, um, uh, uh, so on and so forth, many activities. Uh, so that is going to be, I think, uh, most countries have that. If you really want to reach out um, uh, uh, now, go online and there are so many, and this is a very common condition in, in other parts of the world. So, uh, and you will find lots of uh, our friends online you can talk to them. That was very insightful, very valuable information. Dr. Jacob, we really appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was MS Talks 2.0. Let's discuss facts.